Forward Pressing, episode 25. I'm your co-host, Kevin. We got Yanis here. How you doing, bro? Good afternoon. Oh, it's not even 12 yet. Hello, good morning. Uh, happy Sunday. It depends on your time zone. It's afternoon for me. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> we start drinking. Or not. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere. But we got a lot of soccer to talk about. Soccer slash football talk about today but before we get into that i just want to remind everybody to follow us on our social medias specifically twitter and instagram on twitter forward press pod on instagram forward underscore pressing we're always posting when the episodes go live and having some uh football debates on there so give us a follow make sure you keep track with what we're doing but we got a lot to talk about today there's some interesting kind of like little bits of news coming out the season is ending so a lot of it's it's rumor season and changing season happening now, uh, especially as the leagues kind of like settle into the top four and who's winning and who's finishing outside of the top four. So there's a lot of interesting things that happen. What did you want to mention first? Uh, well, let's start with the Zidane news. That's a, as a Madrid fan, I'm kind of panicking this soft season because, like, Ramos said he's not coming back, right? I mean, that's not, I don't think that's, I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but I don't, I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure you said he wasn't extending his contract. Uh, yes, I think so. I don't know. They're still in discussion. There's not officially confirmed that he's leaving, but there are still, it's not looking great for Madrid, for Ramos and Madrid. So you're like, all right, we're losing one of the best defenders of this generation. And then you have Zidane. I don't think he outright said it because this is not like Zidane to kind of say something like this, right? I don't think. Um, so I think it's I think somebody got tried to get the early scoop on the news and basically says Zidane's not coming back to Madrid next season. He's leaving. And then we already started to hear the Allegri uh, rumors to Madrid to replace him. Which I think if Zidane leaves, I think that's pretty I think that's gonna happen, right? Agreed. That would be the natural replacement. I think he's the only like legitimate name on the potential shortlist that they have. But then like as a Madrid fan, like I said, like you see the Ramos stuff, you see Zidane leaving. And then you start hearing rumors about Varane, like getting interest around different clubs. I know United's in for Varane. Um, then you think, do we even have, are we even going to be able to bring in like an Mbappe or Haaland? What, like, there's a lot of uncertainty around the club, especially losing to Chelsea in the semifinals. And like, you're probably not going to win the league. So, I mean, you still have a chance, but. I, you still have a chance, but I mean, odds are for Atletico, I would say right now. But it's kind of like you're in this kind of uncertain time, and I don't know what I I don't know what to expect as a Madrid fan. I don't know if you're in the same boat as me feeling this, but I mean, oh, would you, are you calling yourself a Madrid fan now? No, no, no. But I'm saying as a Madrid fan, I'd feel very kind of uneasy right now. I don't know if you would feel the same thing if you're a Madrid fan. Uh, well, I mean, they've always were able to like reload the team and like restart and repro the start a new start a new project so i'm not too worried for madrid i do think that it's going to be uh depends on who the coach is and how he de decides to develop the the team one thing for sure though they're gonna there's they're gonna be active on the transfer market that's pretty much assured because then they're gonna they're gonna need defenders i think attacking wise they could also we use a, a winger uh there's a winger at spurs that could be interesting for them just saying do you think do you think they get Mbappe or Holland or no? Um, maybe, but I doubt it. If you have to choose one or the other, who do you think? 
I think I would go for Mbappe just because he fits more the system or just because I think he would plug in the system better than Haaland would because uh, with Benzema, I feel like with Benzema, Mbappe would play better with Benzema than Haaland would. Even though it's probably, I mean, he'll find a way. Good players usually could find a way to like fit in with each other. I agree. But um, I don't think, I don't think they'll get either, honestly. I don't think they'll get either. I kind of feel the same way. I don't think they'll get either either. If, if I was them, honestly, I would focus more on the defensive aspect of the game because that's where... The- yeah, because if you're losing Ramos and you're losing Varane, like, yeah, you have, uh, was it Fernandez and uh, Militao, but I don't, I feel like you need, you need somebody else behind them if you want them to be your starting or you get another, like, world-class defender in there. Um, that's interesting. So I think they'll both be focused on that. But Zizou leaving, do you think he signed somewhere else? Do you think it's kind of... I feel like it's going to be the cycle again, right? Like he takes a year off and then sees what his options are. I don't know if he'll take a year, but he'll definitely take a break, a pretty uh, long break, and then he'll probably uh, get another club, uh, get in contact with another club. My guess is it's going to be Juve. I don't really see any other club in the running for him right now, but I, I would assume Juve. Can you see if Juve miss out on top four? I can see Pirlo getting the second Zidane in right away, in my opinion. I mean, they won yesterday. I know, but that was a, that was also quite very questionable victory. Um, it, it was just uh, I I only saw the highlights, but I, if I was a Juve fan, I I don't want to celebrate that win the way that happened. At this point, for Juve, Juve just wants to make it to the Champions League, so whatever way to do, yeah. I mean, they need the points, right? They need the points, but that was like very, I don't know. I'm questionable refereeing right there. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's Syria that it happens every year, but I just feel like from from a UV perspective, you want to get you want to get to the Champions League regardless of the way you, you get in it. So, especially for Ronaldo, because if you don't get Champions League, odds are you're gonna lose Ronaldo as well. So Ronaldo's out for sure, and it's tough. It's it's still not in their hands, UV. Like um, we weren't gonna touch on it too much this this episode, but like if uh, Napoli win their two remaining games, like Napoli Napoli have it in their own hands. Um. So it's going to be interesting. I really don't want Juve to make the Champions League for some reason. Like I'm rooting, I've been rooting against it. I feel like I've said it in past episodes. I don't have any like uh, like inherent bias against Juve, but I kind of like want it to happen. Um, kind of just like to, to watch the world burn a little bit. But I want to see what I want to see what Ronaldo does. I want to see what the coaching does. Um, I want to see what Messi does. I want to see what Messi does too. I mean, listen, Messi. I feel like Messi stays at Barca. I feel like that's what happens. I mean, Aguero's coming, right? Aguero's coming. So I feel like that's what we said before, right? I think if Aguero's going there, he's not going there if Messi's not there, right? So um, I think Messi's pretty probably staying. I saw a rumor today saying that uh, Man City could get Messi on a one-year deal only only if they agree to pay, keep his wages at 500000 Um, because if he stays at Barca, he's going to have to take a steep pay cut. He's going to take a pay cut at City too, let's be honest. But they're saying that only City would... Uh, Messi would only consider going to City if they paid him the 500k. Do you think Aguero is the right guy for the situation? For the right guy for Barca? I think he can help. I don't. I think. I think he can do well in in the La Liga, in my opinion. I mean, he's been there before with Atletico. He's he's dominated before. I know, I know, I know. But I feel like even now, like people people forget how good Aguero is. Um. And I think playing with Messi, I think too. The, the issue, the issue with Agüero has always been the injury problem. I mean, no, for sure the injuries, and he's getting up there in age too, right? So like everything gets a little bit worse with time. 
but I think he can help their situation. But I think they're going to need to make a lot more moves. Yeah, I mean, hey, I heard they, they, they might get rid of Griezmann too. That's that's been a rumor that I think they're listening to offer, so they're open to letting Griezmann go. To be honest, I, I I'd be okay with that for them if they if they are able to get a proper a better fit for their squad. I think Griezmann is the right fit for their squad. That's the thing. I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Every time, like as soon as they got Griezmann, I kind of felt something was off. It didn't feel right. Uh, I feel, I feel, to me, he fits the Barca, the, the Barca like philosophy, the Barca way of playing. So, I'd be surprised if he actually left. But it is, a, it is. If it happens, it happens. Um, I want to keep the women's Champions League for the end because it's sort of like a a, pre, a preview of the game that's coming in up coming up today. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick mention of Alisson's golazo that we just saw. Yeah, the Liverpool uh, Liverpool West Brom game just happened. Which was pretty crazy. Um, I only got to catch the end of it, which was the only important part because they were. It was a draw the whole game, right? And then ninety fourth minute, they get a corner. Ninety fifth minute, sorry, and Allison just gets that goal, which was crazy. If I was a, if I was a Liverpool fan, I'm like running down the street cheering. That was crazy. I mean, listen, you you beat. It was a good header too. It was. A- I know for sure. I mean, you beat West Brom on a ninety fifth minute goalie header which is it's it's hype but it's also West Brom and it's also like how did they get this bad like that we needed this but their their top four hopes are still up and uh, they're gonna be looking they have the easiest schedule of the three teams fighting for that, those top four so it's gonna be uh, interesting to see how that plays out in the Premier League yeah it's gonna be interesting to see Leicester Leicester Chelsea on Tuesday right yeah because Leicester Leicester and Chelsea all three teams have two games left Liverpool's one point out of the top four and Leicester and Chelsea are the two teams ahead of them, and they play each other next game. So one team is going to lose most likely, and even if they don't lose, one team is getting a draw. They're both getting a draw. That means they're only getting one point each. Liverpool, if they win their two last games, like surely they're in it, which would be insane for for them after the season they had. Like it would be, it would be insane. Um, it would go to show that Leicester and Chelsea uh, kind of dropped the ball there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have two cup games, right? We got the German Cup and the FA Cup. Do you want what, which one do you want to go first? I want to talk about the German Cup first, yeah. Uh, so TFDFB Pokal, Dortmund Leipzig, pretty good game, even though it was 4 1. It was a pretty good game. Scoreline doesn't really show how close the game was, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the first half was all Dortmund. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you a bug with you. Um, I thought San- Sancho was, well, I mean, Sancho as a winger. He he has this such a different, such a unique style of play. To me, like he's the modern, like he's the closest player to Neymar in terms of the style of play. He's really that's the yeah. To me, he is the closest one to Neymar, just because of the the street style, the street the street the style that he has when in his dribbling is so unique that I don't think there's any player other than Neymar that dribbles like him. I still I still don't like. It's hard for me to compare anybody to Neymar because I feel like Neymar is so unique with the way that he has just like, he kind of just like, every time he has the ball, it's kind of like he's dancing. I don't know. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel about Sancho as well. The way that he plays is like he's dancing with the ball and he's dancing and making you play. He make drops uh, drops ankles, mags and everything. He's a, to me, he's the closest thing. His dribbling style is the closest to Neymar's. Um, and he was, and he's also being effective. He was more effective now. Like he, this game, he gets the first goal. I think he got the last, the, Third one as well, and I know Holland got the last two, the the other two. Uh, pretty dominant performance from Dortmund overall. 
I thought that Leipzig could have scored in, in the first 15 minutes of the second half where they uh, they had the most of the chances. Probably more more 20 than 15, but this is where they mostly dominated uh, during the game because the, the, in the first half, they were not there. I do feel like Nagelsmann also sort of missed out, um, sort of had some issues with the lineup. I think he probably could have chosen a better lineup to begin with. And it showed in the second half where he he, he subbed it for the two strikers and brought two new other ones. He brought he brought in uh, Poulsen and then Kunku, and you could tell that the team was much better with those two. No, nothing, no like offense to the other two, but it, for this game specifically, like they should have started with those two to begin with because they had more of a chance. They were more dangerous. They were more creative. They had a pretty nice goal with Danny Olmo, kind of like the Tillemans one, but um, they it wasn't enough. Like Dorman was way too uh, committed, and also Bellingham as well. I forgot to mention Bellingham. Bellingham had a good game as well. Bellingham's future is. He's I think the, he makes a Euro squad, to be honest with you. I, I would love that. I don't see how you don't pick him in the squad. I heard people say that he might not make it. Even Sancho might not make it, which I think is blasphemous to me. And I used to Wait, be, you don't think Sancho will make it? Who do you think? No, I heard I heard, I heard, heard that. I, I saw. I was looking to, watching this podcast, uh, Filthy Fellas, they're from the UK. And uh, so one of the dudes there, they were all doing the, like, the, the England, uh, England draft or England Euro squad for the, for the Euros, right? which I think we should do one day as well before the Euro starts. Um, and they, some of them didn't have Sancho in there, and I was surprised. They didn't even have Bellingham either. I was shocked by that. But Who did they have in, in exchange? Um, like, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember because it's been a while since, since I watched the episode. I mean, they're, they're good. They're good podcasts. They usually have, like, good opinions. It's just some, this one, they were a little off the mark. Some of them, not the entire roster, the entire crew, just some of them. But, um, yeah. I, that's that's really all I had to say for those two. I think Bellingham is special. I think there's he he made the right decision to go to Dortmund. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that was genius for him. And I do feel like Sancho is really in, in his best form right now. He's better than he was uh, last year. He had a rough start to the season, so. Yeah, he did, but he uh, is back to his form from last year, and he's even better now. I think we 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 and I don't know. I mean, we spoke about that earlier. But if Dortmund gets Champions League, when it's which is seems to be likely right now because Frankfurt keeps dropping points, they lost to Schalke yesterday. So if Dortmund makes the Champions League, I don't think that Dortmund is, is obliged to necessarily necessarily like sell Sancho and Haaland. I think they might even keep both. To be honest, you think so? I there's a possibility. I feel like these players have been like on ready for a move for a while, so I feel like. It's just, I feel like it's like time has run its course and they're going to move on and the cycle is going to happen again where just Dortmund get like more new, new young talent that ends up being amazing again. Like it's just a cycle. Yeah, but at, this, at the same time, I feel like the move, especially the move for Haaland was pending on whether Dortmund was going to make the Champions League or not. And lately they've been winning a lot of games. I think they've had like six wins in a row. But I think, I feel like... Um, Holland has been like waiting for a bigger move though. Like I think he's ready for a bigger, bigger uh, stage. I think he's ready. I just don't think it's the right time. I don't just because you're ready doesn't mean you have to do it this year. You could take another year, build with Dortmund, maybe even compete for the for the league. Plenty, you'll get Champions League for sure. You're starting there, so you're gonna you're gonna get Champions League for sure. So you have plenty of time. Why not just keep stay for another season? What it doesn't really hurt. Also, think about it too. Not every club has the money right now. That is true. There's a financial aspect that we have to consider too. So I wouldn't be surprised to me if San- I'd even Sancho, like there's a chance that's, I think there's a high chance of Sancho leaving the Haaland, but I also do feel like they could also, they could also keep both. 
if you if you had to decide if you had to choose one to uh, leave, who would you choose? I think I'll probably say Sancho, because he's been there longer. And he's proven he's proven already what he has to prove. He's done everything there except winning the league, obviously. He's been rumored for a move longer than Alan, right? Yeah, but at the same time too, you gotta ask like, what is the be- where is the best move for Sancho? Where is the best team if, if for Sancho? Maybe I heard Bayern was on him too. United. You're saying United. I don't think it's United, but I heard Bayern was on him recently as well, which doesn't really surprise me. But I don't think that'll happen because it would be too crazy to me. There's no way. There's no. There's no way. If Sancho gets to if if Sancho goes to Bayern, it's crazy. Like he would be mad. Like I would question Dortmund's intentions here. I mean, do 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 Dortmund even have a choice? I mean, they have option. I'm sure, but I'm sure Bayern is not the first option. Not even the third. If the player wants to move, then like. Yeah, but does he? We don't know if he wants to. That's the thing. Fair. But yeah. Um, I think also what I wanted to mention was um, we see more rumors about Holland, the city, or, 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 you know, everybody's linked to Holland, right? Out of all the clubs, out of all the clubs that are uh, in for Holland, I think city is probably the most likely destination. Um. If they if Dortmund do that and they make that move, they'll have a lot of funds to buy other players, you know. And if they do Sancho as well, if Sancho finally gets his move, like that's probably between the two of them, you're probably getting three hundred mil. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that you could get more for Holland next year. Most likely, I mean his price is only going to go up, right? Unless something happens. Um. Yeah, but maybe it's for them. It's probably smarter to. To uh, wait a little bit for that sell, uh, to sell because maybe clubs right now can't afford the price that they'd usually go for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So let's touch on this uh, FA Cup because this was just had some controver- controversy to it. Um, overall, I think it was a pretty solid game. I think Leicester, I think Leicester deserved it, but it was, I, but it was a close game. And I saw a lot of Chelsea fans like disappointed that obviously didn't win the FA Cup, but also. They're in the Champions League final too, right? So if this was like a wake-up call for them and to like kind of saddle up. But the one thing, okay, give me your take on the game and then I want to mention something. Okay. I think Chelsea had the better half, the, the better first half. Uh, they probably could have uh, had um, and the ga- killed the game there if they were a little bit more clinical. Uh, I also think that Leicester took their chance in the second half early as well. And they they woke up the first, I think the first 15, 20 minutes of the second the second half, sorry. We're mostly on the for Leicester, and that's when I mean that's when the Tillemans goal happened, even though it was sort of a mistake. Uh, by the way, it wasn't a handball on Perez because they didn't need the hand, and you can't call that a handball because it goes it's hitting you first. Uh, I heard a lot of people debating that for some reason. I thought overall Chelsea did their what they were supposed to do. I think they were def- definitely more dangerous with Pulisic on the field than the. I think he probably brings a bit more because he he's not afraid to like go on one on ones, and he doesn't really hesitate when he goes to one on one. He goes. And usually the defenders don't like that because it makes you, they, they mean, they're forced to defend even more. And uh, I, I'm, I was sort of surprised not to see him start. I do understand why, though, because you are, you are playing Leicester again in the next few days. So I'm not, I wasn't that um, <clears throat> surprised by the decision, I guess. And um, I, also the goal from Tielemans, I heard people telling, blame, blaming Kepa. I don't know how you blame Kepa for this one. I don't know why people, pe- they were, they were saying they were saying if Mendy was there, he's a little bit taller, he couldn't go at it. There's no a guarantee that that happens. That's that's a foolish take. That's just hating on Kepa for no reason. Every time Kepa goes in net, even when he has, he didn't have a bad game this season. This game, he wasn't bad. 
every time he had, they, they find a reason to blame him. I don't know why. He's probably more athletic than Mendy. That's the, and that's that's probably I'm I'm just guessing here, but I don't think Mendy saves it, even though he's taller. It doesn't mean the ball was already behind Kepa when he got there, so I don't think he gets there. Even I don't think Mendy gets there either. <clears throat> also, um, I mean. Gregor from Vardy, Gregor from Telemans, Kelechi was the, doing good as well. I think Rogers is needs to get the credit he deserves because he's a probably one of the best managers in England, if not the best English manager in England right now. I think that the argument can be made that that's the, that is the case. Um, also, um, yeah, you mentioned two finals. They could lose two finals if they lose to City, which is which is a possibility. But um, also VAR, did you? I thought it was a legitimate call. I thought it was correct, even though it was very, very close, like millimeters. I think so too. It's just VAR kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit. But... Yeah, it was so dramatic too because it was the last minute. That's what makes it crazier. I guess that I, I guess it would have been it would have been a crazy ending if had that had that actually gone in. But I mean, the game, the VAR, VAR is there. But the game is how it is right now. This is the game we live in, and we got to get used to it because it'll happen again for sure. I'm, I feel bad for Chelsea fans because I know they were heartbroken, as I would be if I was a Chelsea fan, and I, I was, I was a, especially after like reacting like we did and like uh, having the game that we did and all the chances dominating for the last like ten minutes, finally getting the goal and get it, just getting it disallowed. It just, it just, it would just like hit bad. It would just hit bad. Especially you could see Tuchel was pissed too. Let me ask you, though, um, because a lot of people were putting this into question, especially after this player's girlfriend went off on Instagram. But uh, Chelsea didn't score a goal this game. They lost 1-0. And um, you have Tammy Abraham not even on the bench. What's your, what are your thoughts on that, Tuchel? Because he's been probably their, better, their best striker this year, no? I mean, you have Warner playing almost every game, and he's been abysmal. I wouldn't say he's been abysmal, but I feel like he fits the Chelsea system more the better than Tammy does, which is weird, which is kind of not true at the same time because Tammy is still like joint goal scorer, I think, with Werner. So, and he's been playing a lot less. Yeah, I think just Tuchel doesn't. I don't know if Tuchel does just doesn't trust him. I he wasn't think, even on the bench though. Yeah, that's the thing. He put Giroud in before Tammy. I don't know. Maybe I don't think. I I think it's just it's a situation. I think it's a situation where Tuchel just doesn't trust him, or doesn't feel like he fits the system. He's. There. I think Chelsea is definitely more dangerous with Werner than they are with him because of the pace aspect that Werner brings that Tammy doesn't have. That to me it seems seems to be the only reason why Tammy doesn't hasn't played much with Tuchel. I do feel like he's eventually going to leave. Uh, I don't know where though. I, I said it before. I think Tammy would be a great signing for Arsenal. Yeah, I would agree too. I think it would. I think Arsenal should inquire for him. I think West Ham was also interested. I can see that too. That'd be great. I think it's unfortunate for Tammy because he's definitely. He, I think he has a lot to prove. I think he's definitely proven that he could play in the league, but uh, it's just a matter of getting an it's opportunity. Tough, right? When a new manager comes in in the middle of a season, like you, you have to kind of like get stuff under control really quick, and then Tuchel did. So he's got to kind of stick with his guns. He's got to stick with his guns, right? And stay with what's been working for him. He can't start testing stuff out and giving people chances when, like, like it's really important games, right? So I, I kind of see it. It's just really unfortunate that it's happening to Tommy because, like, he, in all, in all like, everything that, that's been going on, like, I think he deserves a shot, right? He deserves a chance. He just doesn't have... Hasn't had the opportunity to get a chance. Maybe, yet. maybe things changes in the offseason. Maybe they have a discussion. I think it probably depends on the preseason. I feel like it's going to be one of those where it's kind of like 
do you remember when Chelsea had Lukaku and they he played that preseason with them? And I remember in the preseason, I think they were in the, one of the finals of something. And Lukaku missed the penalty shot and he like got sold like right after. I don't know if the penalty shot the penalty shot wasn't related to it, but it was still funny. Like I think it's gonna be one of those where like Tammy plays a lot of the preseason and then just team buys him up. He still has a pretty good value. Probably between like 20, 30. I would say probably more so over high 30s. You think? I think I think the market is kind of readjusting where we've seen a lot of like like bank breaking signings recently happening for players that shouldn't be breaking the bank. And I think, especially with COVID, I think everybody's kind of financials got reset a little bit. And it's going to help the market ultimately, I think, um, get more fair value for players. Like, you're going to start seeing transfers more uh, towards players' actual value rather than, like, the overvalued stuff because of the hype and everything. I mean, I definitely feel like he's proven. I think he's definitely worth at least 30 to me. Uh, I think I would start at 30. Uh, before we... Before we uh, uh, move to a different topic. I just wanted to say, did you see the images of the Lester with the with the president, the president's son that uh, was there as well? No, I didn't see. Are they hilarious? No, it's not hilarious. It's just it was just like great pictures. I think it was just a great moment for them because you know you know remember the the tragedy that happened last year. Right? I saw I yeah of course, but I saw um, a comment on Twitter actually, which uh, was really funny, where it's like pundits and like sky sports and stuff like that think they think that spurs is like lester but it's really not the case lester are like lester have developed into a real just like contender and a force and they came they became this out of nothing like spurs did that too but spurs i don't think they're not on the same level right now they're not even in the same conversation i don't know if i I don't know if i would say that but i I would definitely say that one had a better season than the other this season obviously Uh, i just feel like leicester is just a great well-run club i think that i feel like the players from the the players from the management and even the fans are all connected sort of i think it kind of it kind of brings them closer and i feel like you don't have this sort of this sort of feeling of uh attachment between the players and the fans and the office like that and the front office like that in every club that's why i feel like Leicester is quite different yeah. than the others because they, they, it was really like a rags to riches but they never let the fame get to them type thing you know like they, they won the league when nobody nobody thought they would everybody doubted them like they, they were fighting relegation the year before in the next league after they win the premier league after 38 games they finished on top that's crazy to me when you have teams like man united and man city and and liverpool and all these clubs that have like loads and loads of spending money, but Leicester won the league. It was just that's still the most like insane sport sports moment in my life to date, and probably in my lifetime. Like Leicester winning the league like that, beautiful. And that's what we love. But yeah, credit to Schmeichel as well because he he balled out this season this uh, for this game. All right, I think we're getting to the end here. I just got to mention two more things. Uh, so women's Champions League is today. I don't, know, I don't know if people we've talked about this often. Uh, it's it's Chelsea Barca. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you have anything to say on that. I just feel like uh, it's a pretty interesting. It'll be yeah. It'll be an interesting game because I think it's Chelsea's first uh, Champions League final, I believe. I don't follow it unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's their second in a row actually. Uh, or I, yeah, I think it's their second in a row, something like that. I would think Barca also had one in the past, but they they they've never won it either of them. So. It's interesting because it's not Lyon or Wolfsburg, the best two teams, I think. I think Lyon's like the best team, usually. Um, I think they have like seven in a row. But yeah, Chelsea, Barca. Uh, there's, there's actually a Canadian that plays for Chelsea, Jesse Fleming. 
So uh, watch out for her. She's but apparently she's uh, I've seen her. I remember her highlights when she was at UCLA. She was a baller there, and she's she's in the national team for Canada. I think she's one of the best players that we have right now. So watch out for her. I think she'll have a good game. I'm expecting Chelsea to win. Um, I think Chelsea might be the better team. They have a, a couple of good players. I think they have that um, Sam Kerr from Australia. That's, that's a ball. He's a baller. I think Frank Kirby is probably English's best player. And obviously, Jeffy C. Fleming. These are the three that I know. They also have that South Korean play that's also good as well. So, yeah, uh, watch out for that game. It starts at one, so I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm, so, yeah, if you, want, if, you on, if you guys have any, like, games to watch, I would re- definitely recommend watching that. Even though by the time this comes out, the game will probably be over. Yeah, so. I was going to say. They're not going to see this in time, bro. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, we're probably not going to see this. But, yeah, quick preview of it. Or maybe they'll get people hyped to watch it next season. Yeah, true. Agreed. Here's another game you could watch on Monday, though. Uh, NCAA College Cup. Uh, Indiana plays Marshall. Indiana is a powerhouse in college soccer, so I'm not surprised to see them there. But Marshall isn't. They beat like Clemson, which is which was ranked. They were ranked number one, I think, this year. So they had a couple of upsets. So Marshall is kind of a what's the Cinderella Cinderella story? The Cinderella story. Yeah. So they're 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 good. They're, they're in the chocolate cup. I'm expecting Indiana to win, though. To be honest, I think Indiana's a better team. They have a better a couple of good players, a couple of interesting players there. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's on Monday though. So maybe you can. There's a. I'm sure there's gonna be like a live stream or something you can catch for that. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to keep good catch it too. So that's all I had to a say. A lot of these seasons are coming to an end. We're gonna see a lot of uh, big games happening. It's uh, really fun. But I think uh, that's gonna do it for this week, episode 25 in the books. We kept it under 25 minutes. I'm impressed. We're, we're trying. We're trying to be more efficient with our time and uh, try to uh, not be distracted with topics. But it always happens. It always happens. We got to. It always happens. But thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow our socials one more time on Instagram forward underscore pressing on Twitter forward press pod. Go drop us a follow. Um, keep up with the episodes go live and everything. And hope to see you next week. We're gonna have some big games to talk about. Maybe a Champions League preview, Europa League preview. It's gonna be dope. Peace.